<laughs> That's right. From corner this week, it does. It feels like the very first time, but as we all know, it is not the first time. Wow. As we welcome you into episode number 100. Man, wow. that is awesome. That is so bad. It's awesome. Episodes. Oh my God, that show was amazing. We've got so much to talk about. Alongside Bernie, I'm Jeff. Again, episode number 100 of Borderline. You know, it's funny because we, you know, we started like, I think once we hit 80, we're like, wow, you know what? Uh, We're kind of on our way. And, uh, and, and boom, all of a sudden it's here. It's amazing how fast the time goes. I mean, truly it is. I mean, 20 weeks, like, like, all right, say what you just said about like when we got to 80, it felt like, oh man, you know, hundreds around the corner, but that's still 20 weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's still a good sure, portion yeah. of the year to go. So it's been uh, it's been quite a ride, man. I tell you what, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we've kind of hit our stride. I think we were trying to find it there for the first, I would say, 50. You know, are we doing the right thing? Is this <laughs> how we want it to go? Yeah, 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 right. But I think we've kind of hit our stride. Yeah. So it, it's been an awesome, awesome uh, second year for sure. Yeah. All right. So, so incredible night a couple nights ago with Kathy. And of course, that was uh, Kelly Hansen on lead vocals. It's incredible. <laughs> He's been with the band now for 18 years, took over for Lou Graham. Uh, Bruce Watson was playing that incredible uh, tobacco sunbursts, beautiful uh, uh, electric uh, Les he's, Paul, Gibson Les Paul. He's working out, kids. Here he Jeff, goes. He's working Jeff out. Pilsen was on bass. Michael Bluestein <laughs> was the guy on the keyboards in the back. Chris Frazier was incredible on who drums. Is, who were all right? Who were the original? Luis Maldonado was the uh, was the youngster on on the uh, the other. Electric who who are the originals? They were amazing. Do you, do you remember? Uh, I, I think Jeff Pilsen was close. To, I mean, it's it's tough because because uh, Kelly's been with him now for almost twenty years. I think, I think it's been eighteen years. But the big front man was Lou Graham. Yeah. Lou Graham was the guy that everyone knows. They've had they've had different you know musicians here and there, but yeah. incredible show. But real real quick, real quick, before we go any further. Speaking of foreigner. Um, and of course I went with Kathy as, as you saw on Instagram, um, great little early birthday present for me. So speaking of which Miss Kathy is right here, Bernie, and she's got, wow. Wow. Are you kidding me? That is awesome. That's awesome. Look at that cake. Yeah, that the, the, is, uh, the man, that is awesome. The S got a little bit messed up, but it's okay. <laughs> Forner, wasn't Forner amazing? Forner is awesome. Horn was great. I knew every Horn? word, every vibe. That I is have to look at my watch to know what day it is. And the, look, the I, I think time, I, I, I know all the words, I, of the songs. I know I had Foreigner Four on cassette. I do know that, but I think that's the only Foreigner album I owned. Yeah, I mean, we, I, were, I, we were so young. I mean, like they came yeah. out in the seventies. We were kids, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Children. By the way, I just realized I didn't give her my mic, so you probably couldn't <laughs> hear her. But hear. but no, 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 no you hear. The only bad thing was, truth be told. Is that is that Kelly Hansen? He was looking at you, like he was mm-hmm. literally singing to her. We're we're about six or seven rows back. Uh-oh. You know, you saw it. I waved. Yeah, I'm telling Uh-oh. you, there was, there was a moment. There's a moment. So, oh. so that guy didn't come up and tap her on the shoulder and is like, uh, "Hey, right, backstage, she, right this way." Kathy's leaving. She says goodbye. <laughs> what did you say? So you you didn't have that guy come up to Kathy? He's like, "Hey, backstage, right yeah, this right. way." No. <laughs> Because they would have taken her backstage. I would have been left in row saying. six. That's what I'm saying. There's that guy. There's the runner for every band. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you guys want to come backstage? Come on. It's funny. You and I you and I were talking about it. Like, like, like Foreigner is to rock and roll music what you and I are to podcasts, probably. I mean, yeah. just, just old dudes just, just old trying dudes. to survive. I mean, literally, literally, Jeff Pilson, the bass player, was brought out in a wheelchair. 
I mean, the poor the poor guy, something was, was going on with his health or with his legs, so they had to bring him oh, out in the man. wheelchair. But still, he's sitting there in the wheelchair the whole time, just, just that crushing is, it. That but, is, all right. I, mean, I didn't even know that. I mean, that makes it even crazier, the fact that the dude up there in a wheelchair I know. playing bass. Only a bass player can get away with that, by the way, right? Yes. You can't, can't have a lead guitarist in a, in a wheelchair. Yep. Well, I, I shouldn't say he was. They brought him out in the wheelchair, put him on a stool, and then and then took him <laughs> off in the wheelchair. Is, is what they did. So, hey man, no. if if people are going to continue to give those folks money, like you paid money, you paid good money to go see Foreigner. Yeah, you know, and the Rolling Stones are still on tour in their eighties. I mean, that's crazy, crazy. I, I told you. I mean, really, at, at my age now, uh, now that now that I've reached a half a century. Um, I mean, nothing makes me more happy than watching old dudes. Now, these guys aren't that old. I mean, I'm joking. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, but but they're all in their 60s. I mean, well into their 60s. But yeah. I, I don't know if you could see Bruce Watson was the guy with the with the blonde hair, kind of kind of kinky blonde hair and and the or, or crimpy whatever curly hair sure. and and the blue sunglasses. I mean, just up there, just killing. I mean, these. I mean, this show was. It's. I told you, it's probably one of the top five shows. I've ever seen the pyrotechnics and everything. It was, they, they are still getting it done in their sixties, which gives I, me I hope. hear you. I've got to take you out to more concerts. Cause that can't be one of the best <laughs> concerts you've ever seen. It's my favorite band though. I mean, it has been okay. my, my, literally, okay. I, uh, literally my dad and my uncle, um, my dad drove a GTO. My uncle drove a Trans Am, a T-top Trans Am. Both of them literally had uh eight track of foreigner mm-hmm. that we would listen to when we were out cruising. So it was, so to me, it's rock and roll, man. That is awesome. That dude. So, I mean, that's one of the quintessential American bands of the seventies. I know. Right. And then so into the eighties, right? Early eighties, especially, but yeah, so good. But anyway, as we bring it back, um, again, episode 100, dude, uh, I, nice I was, cake. Just, I was so just, jealous. You're going to crush that cake. I know. I hate. I hate that that you can't have a bite. Like like <laughs> Kathy's like, should we have a piece? I'm like, I'm like, nah. Let's. I don't want to rub it in. Like, yeah. He's gonna be sitting there. We're gonna be like, oh, the cake is so good. No, no, yeah. yeah the funny like, thing is the way I feel today. The cake. I'm like, oh, cake. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But okay. uh, but but yeah. So I was texting because uh, Wally sent us uh, sent us a, a a quick text and said congratulations on 100. Mm-hmm. And I told him I'm like I'm like you know you got you guys are gonna get there before you know it. Yeah, it, it right is amazing when you when you think back on a hundred episodes and coming up later on the show, uh, we've got so much to talk about. We've got a new we've got a new uh, our new power rankings are out uh, after Rhode Island, and uh, of course we have on off and in, and then also coming up later on the show, each of us are going to take one hundred seconds to give our top five moments of Borderline over the last one hundred episodes. But uh, tough to do. But um, yeah, like like you were saying, when you put it in perspective, Bernie. 100 episodes is one thing if you're doing it, you know, a few times a week or Monday through Friday. But when you're doing it once a week, it's obviously 100 weeks. I mean, we've been yeah, doing this years, for a long time. Basically coming on two years, right? That's uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Well, actually, it is two years, right? Because yeah. if you take in some holiday breaks here and there, I mean, yeah, yep. two two years we've been doing Borderline. It does not feel like it. By the way, I know. tangent, it's what I do. Playing darts last night local establishment they have a cornhole league not affiliated with us i actually took my business card handed it out blah 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 what kind of got some looks man kind of got some looks like what kind of looks what do you mean that, because, because you that, look so handsome it, with your shaved yeah, head not not so much it was no. the uh is that that guy <laughs> is that that guy that can't be that guy 
So I think we had some borderline fans throwing at uh, seven mile post last night here in Wilmington. Uh, I love it. Love it. Hundred borderline fans. Yeah. Appreciate uh, appreciate all the fans out there. I mean, we we'd be remiss if we didn't say thank you. All to you know, who's been listening. All thirteen of them. All thirteen people. Yeah. What you've done for us is really. We we might. I mean, after a hundred episodes, we might be up to twenty. You're right. Um, You're right. I, I, I it's got to be twenty. It's got to be, be twenty. It'd be nice to say that we had a hundred over a hundred, but yeah, gained gained one one an episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not sure, not sure that that, that happened. Um, but yeah, so later in the show, we'll have our top five moments. We'll each get one hundred seconds to give our top five moments in the show. But you know, just just real quick, going back to the beginning, it's so funny how this thing started because. Um, you know, with me doing the TV broadcast with Trey and then doing TV with Anthony and mm-hmm. with me, you know, you would have thought that the natural fit for a podcast would have been Trey and I doing a show together sure. or Anthony and I doing a show together. And Stacy, Stacy kept saying, I want you and Bernie to do a show together. And we're both like, but, but why? Like, like we need <laughs> Trey, we need Anthony, <laughs> like we need somebody, you know, like put somebody on, you know, who, who is actually a part of this world at a little higher level than both of us. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that's, what's made it work. Uh, Bernie is, is that, I mean, well, for one thing, I absolutely love doing the show with you. I mean, I truly yeah, do. It's, it's, I, yeah. I look forward to it every week. It's, a highlight. it's easy to do it. We've said many times we could, we could do this show multiple times a week and, and maybe even Monday through Friday. Um, I mean, the, the sport has kind of evolved to that level where we, where we could do it. Plus, plus we like to talk about other things, but, yeah. but it's been, it's been so great brother. And, um, and yeah, kind of kind of unlikely duo probably from the outset, but man, it's been so much fun. Truly, truly enjoy it. It's been a blast, man. I can't believe it's been a hundred weeks. It's, it's it's really hard to set in, but it's been so easy. I mean, yeah. I mean, it really I has know. been. I it's, agree. It's, it, it, it's a highlight of the week for me to sit here. I mean, it's funny. I mean, we technically we kind of get paid for this. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> you know. And and so it's like this is kind of like stealing money a little bit for me because this is. Yeah. I mean, you know, we should probably, you know, as much as we're around each other, especially during the busy time of the year, we should probably talk to each other once a week anyway. So might as well, might as well be on a camera. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is, it's just been fun. It's really, yeah, yeah. It, it's been fun. It, you know, we started off with guests and we had a lot of guests and I don't know how well that worked for us individually. Cause I think we both like to, I think you and I both like to vibe off people. Right. I think we like a little give and take with whom whom we're speaking with. And some of our guests just really weren't able to do that as well. You know, we, you know, a a question would be asked, you get a one sentence answer. Well, that's kind of hard to kind of, you know, roll off with people. And I think that, you know, kind of once we got away from that, we were able to vibe a little bit more off of each other and kind of delve into a different part of what we do. Like, yes, we're involved in the cornhole world, but we're involved in, in life itself. So we can talk about all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm rambling. I think, uh, no, you're not. Um, actually maybe you are. And then that's why you're so good at doing podcasts. But, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think maybe two things happen. You know, we, we, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, podcasts is smartless and, mm-hmm. um, you know, those guys do a great job and, and they basically do a, you know, three, four, maybe five minute intro. And then they bring in a guest. Um, yeah. but to your point, the guests they're bringing in are, you know, Tom Cruise, Matthew McConaughey. I mean, they're yeah. bringing in the, the top a list people. Right. You know, who can who can carry a show and and um you know that that's what makes that show so unique and so good and uh and then the other thing is is that um yeah i mean you and i just just found that we just kind of had topics that we just really 
kind of felt passionately about that we wanted to talk about. And I've mentioned this before on the show, but I think that's another thing that makes us unique is that so many podcasts now do guess, right? So yeah. many, I feel like when we first started, not, not that we were first on the air because we weren't, there were a lot of other podcasts and good podcasts, but they're yeah. all interviewing the players. But yeah. you and I had real thoughts about the game. And, and, and I think that that's okay that, that I'm not Trey and that you're not Anthony because right. we come at this, and I've said this before, we come at this, um, yeah, we work for the ACL, but we are truly as much fans of watching all of the players play. You know, we're we're fans of the sport as much as we are employees. So I think right. we just come with a lot of excitement and, and maybe you know some outside opinions of the sport that that honestly players and and management need to hear sometimes. You know, it's, absolutely it's hear from the fans. I absolutely. Think. By the way, back to Smartless, the Bateman guy. I can't. All of a sudden, my brain's not Jason Bateman. It got. I love Jason Bateman, but let me let me yeah. get your. Do you think he's a nice guy? Like in real I, life, do you do you think he's a nice guy, or do you see him being a little prickly? So funny you say that because that's actually part of that's actually a part of my top five moments <laughs> in 100 seconds coming up later. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I've never met him. I'd like to think that that uh, Sean Hayes and Will Arnett. I mean, I love. I mean, Will Arnett's yeah. voice just just makes oh. me. Whew. Makes me feel yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and, and Jason, maybe I like to think that they're all good guys. I, I don't know them personally, though. And but I do know from my experience, not, not that I broadcast at a, at a super high level, but I have met a lot of of high you know, level sure. athletes and coaches. And a lot of times when you meet them, ugh, unfortunately, sometimes not the person you think they are. Why? Yeah, why so just, why do you ask? He just his personality, just the way that he comes off. And it's just. Every now and then you'll see kind of an off the cuff interview, you know, and it's just, you can see it that, you know, I had a conversation with Julie about this and she was like, you know, he, he probably just doesn't, he suffers fools lightly, right? He's not going to be a guy that's really going to be enjoyable to talk to unless he feels you're on his, you know, you're on his level. Otherwise he's probably going to be just the worst. And he's going to give you that kind of, condescending just shot on the way out of a conversation too and it's just oh i, I love feel it. that i love it the show but, uh-huh. but i do too I, I, do you feel like that's part of his absolutely character though on smart Ab- absolutely it's part yeah, of his i'm not shtick, sure what he's actually like that but i think but it's funny i don't know on I, I don't know i think that's that's the whole point yeah that's why they like him in that podcast so much because he is kind of that guy yeah, the Will other Arnett ones aren't. It, it, yeah, bougie. I mean that's 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 what they that's probably how they became friends. Probably just doing that to each other at a party for two hours, and we're like, "Hey, we should yeah. do this with microphones." Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, well, it's, it's like I mean that's that's kind of how this started, right? I mean, you, yeah. me, and Stacy just kind of sitting around and and having a drink and and just kind of talking about the sport and what happened and where things should go and and our thoughts on sports and on life and everything and and all of a sudden we're like, wait a second. You know, we could we could just do this on a podcast. I mean, that's, I think talk. I think that the best ones out there are very just organic, right? And yes. and I think I think that's kind of what happened with with this one. So I would say I would like say to the not. others, <laughs> yeah, I would say to the others that are trying to make it hundreds of weeks or whatever, you need to st- some of the guys out there. If I could give one bit of advice, not that anyone wants to hear it or cares, but be more organic, relax. It yeah. doesn't have to be so. Like I notice, especially when they're, you know, when they're new, it's so segmented. We were that way. Like it's so segmented, you know, like you're afraid to kind of just go. And I think that's when you get the best out of everybody's when it's just kind of flowing sometimes. Cause all of a sudden you'll yeah. say something that I really like, or I'll say something that you may not really like, and you want to come back again. You know what I mean? And that's when it really starts to flow. And that's when I think it has legs, but, uh, 
that's my only piece of advice. Let it go sometimes. I think that's great advice. And I, and I will, I will be 100% honest with you. It's still something that I struggle with a little bit because I think because in my brain, my brain is so segmented because for my entire 25 plus now career, it's always content break, content break. Sure. Every, every segment has a beginning and an end. So I still feel like you know, in my in my brain, I still feel like I'm doing things in segments. So, so oh, you're you right. are. I mean, I mean it's, it's we, been tough for me to to just. But that's why we work. Let it, let it ride. But that's why we work. Otherwise, I would just be just talking about whatever. All of a sudden, 50 minutes is up, and we've gotten <laughs> nothing accomplished. Right. Yeah, true. I mean, that's that's why we work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, we've got we've got a ton to get to, but just just real quick, uh, just a couple things before we get to. Uh, speaking of segments, we we do have some serious segments to get to. It's gonna be fun. Yes. Again, we'll have our uh, our new power rankings are out after Rhode Island, uh, on off and in, and then uh, top five in one hundred in one hundred seconds. So, all right, all right, so real quick, so just thinking just before we came on, um, of maybe some like like, you know, it's always good to switch things up a little bit. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. think of maybe some future segments. And I got to tell you. One one of my favorite. This didn't make my top five. Um, maybe it should have, but it didn't make my top five uh, moments on the podcast. But one of my favorite moments was having Cat uh, on with us, Cat Halbert. Yes, and 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 kind of. And you talk about pull back the curtain. I had no idea. For those who didn't uh, listen to the show, we were in Chicago. Uh, actually, a little over uh, over two a year. Years. It was like what? Yeah, Fourth of July. Two years? Was it last Not year? Not this two year. Years year, ago. year before. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So crazy. yeah, so year and year and a half, whatever. So I, I didn't realize that while we were on TV behind the scenes, um, one of the guys from the fire department, I think it was actually the fire marshal or or the chief or something like that, was at home, happened to be scrolling through the channels and. Uh, and didn't like something he saw on TV. So while we're on live, he was trying to shut us down. And so, so Curtis and Kat and I don't know, probably Fred and Stacy and everybody else yeah. had to try and, and, and keep it going while we were live on, you know, we never know about stuff like that. And, and, and to be honest with you, I'm not just saying this to try and suck up to her. Kat, Kat's a true talent on the air. Like she has a great on air energy, personality, and voice. Yes. And so I, what I was thinking is maybe it'd be fun to do like a, a segment with her once a month or once a quarter and and we could call it um well Cat's i've got corner. two titles for it cat's corner um, is great for, for those for those of you who have kids <laughs> and you're listening to this um turn down the radio now so so what i'd really like to call the segment with cat because you know this how she she'd say it you're never going to believe this shit <laughs> like that that needs to be the name that needs to be the name of the segment with cat so whether we call it you're never going to believe this whatever i mean something with her behind the scenes because that uh, would be fun She'd I think, do it. I think we need it. Yeah, I think, I think she would love to do it. I think she would love to do it. I, I think this time of year is rough because there's not as many. We don't have as many tournaments yeah. going on that we're responsible for necessarily, or that she's got firsthand involvement in. But God, once we get going into next year, I think it would be great to have her on like once biweekly when we're about, going about, through that how about process. Each. How about? How about? Uh, well, I guess we're not really doing nationals anymore, right? I was going to say. Yeah, so eight eight huge events, right? So maybe we have her on after each event if she wants to do it. Yeah, or maybe maybe after every other one. Yeah, because because she's. Yeah, I think she she belongs. We, that 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 story, the way and the way that she told it. I, again, yeah. uh, probably should I could have put it in my top five because it's, it's so much fun to talk about. But cat really hates one of my me. favorite I, moments. I, I am the biggest jerk to cat. <laughs> Cause you know I'm me, sure man. You're not I, alone. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, you know me. I'll kind of do some things every now and then just to see, just kind of poke the bear a little bit. Just, you? Yeah, I know. It, it, I know. Hard to believe, cause, cause she gets mad. I mean, cat, cat will get cat, pretty cat, angry. Cat, cat gets mad. 
I didn't Cat gets mad. Anybody else? And I that? love it because I, I get it. I completely understand it. So that's why I'm such a jerk sometimes because I know I know how mad she is. I know why she's mad, and I'll just kind of oh, we'll poke. Because I just poke. love to get the look, just the look I get back, and then I'm imagining what she's saying about me when she walks away. But I, I think maybe I that's why. I, I think I, I just love, realized. I love, but I love the energy she has and the fact that she yeah. wants everything to be perfect. I love yes. that. Love she, she, that. Tr- truly is, truly is, is so talented. Um, all right, so you're never gonna believe this shit with Cat. It's got, it's got to be the name of it, right? I mean, it has to be either that or Cat's Corner. I think Cat's Corner is pretty cool, but see, that yeah, needs I to guess, be sponsored. I, I, I guess that would be more. Uh, oh, that needs to be sponsored. Yeah, we got to We got to get Ooh, a sponsor. Yeah, talk, talk to the cornhole scenario people. Give them a call. The cat, Cat's Corner with with the she cat, uh, cat she or whatever. She cat, doesn't. Whatever. She doesn't talk to people. You would have you would have a better chance of speaking with her and getting that done. To be honest with you. I've I've reached out and and it's been crickets. I like, it's all we, you, man. We have, we have so many segments that are so good uh, that, that need to be sponsored, and people are how about, just how about this one? Not taking what? an opportunity. My next idea: uh, smoke break with Josh Keck. Right? I mean, just bring in, <laughs> in something that he's just seen that's just outrageous. Cause we got to get Josh on every once in a while, right? Yeah. So smoke break, and, and maybe smoke maybe break. that's maybe that's sponsored that by is Fire. Great. I don't know. Great. <laughs> that is great. And then and then one more one more because we got to keep moving on. Uh, we got to do something like like maybe some sort of segment with the rookies, and we call it like Oh to be young again because we're not. Oh, God, I don't know. The, yeah, people you're are probably out there like you're you're, you're a thinker, Those man. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smoke uh, break and catch corner are great ideas. However, yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, hey, shout out to, uh, I don't, I don't think he'd mind me saying his name every once in a while. We do get messages on uh, social media. So again, if you, have, if you have any questions, any comments, whatever about the show, uh, reach out to us on, uh, uh, to, to Bernie or me on our, on our Facebook pages. Uh, we don't do a great job of uh, updating our social media with the borderline page only because um, we don't have a staff. Um, so, but there anyways, is a staff that's supposed to handle that stuff, but they don't care about borderline. Yeah. No. So, uh, so reach out to us, uh, personally and we'll yep. get back to you. And, and yes. Mike Brock uh, reached out to me has, has a, has, honestly, Bernie, he has a great point and Mike, uh, we just don't have time. So, so I want to do, I want to do your topic. Um, it's, it's, I want to give it it's, it's justice and it's due because I think it's important. So Mike, we will get to your topic later about hmm. the presence of players. And again, being a fan, uh, watching the sport, he noticed something that that I think is worth mentioning. So we'll talk about that next week, kind of a tease. And then finally, before we get into our segments, um, uh, Mark Richards, congratulations on winning Rhode Island. I, I think, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Do, do you feel like Rhode Island a little bit of an asterisk because of the, I know, I know the Carolina Conference was having their championship the same weekend i don't know if, if still played some pretty good ones players going on so so uh, you know I, I don't know if it was exactly the cream of the crop i mean obviously outstanding not players, from top to huge bottom names yeah but, not from but top a little to bit bottom. of the depth was taken away right yeah but the top was still pretty good and i'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. talk I'm, I'm you know that kind of segues into a later segment for me because i'm going to talk about mark still beat some really good players i think only two guys got to double figures against him all weekend nine and oh just, I mean, yes, the depth of talent may not have been there, but the top was still really top. You know, it was top heavy. Oh yeah, and he, and and he what dominated. Mark had to folks. go through at the end, and, and he dominated folks. Oh and gosh. So, and yeah. we'll just, you know, we'll talk about that later. I mean, I, yeah, we'll talk about it later. I mean, but Mark Richards is, and I, I I'll say it forever. It's two words: devastatingly efficient. Yeah. 
and it just drives people crazy. It just, it does. It gets under their skin and it just drives them crazy. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and, and one quick, just one quick public service announcement for borderline. Uh, you know, we, we don't, again, because the staff is limited with the ACL, uh, we, we don't have access to all kinds of information. Like I didn't realize that the Carolina conference thing was going on until I saw it on Facebook and I was texting mm-hmm. with Jamie Graham, uh, yeah. this week and asked him how he was feeling, uh, and how he's doing. He's throwing really good, but it was, it was, it was a gauntlet obviously sure. up in Rock Hill. Uh, and congratulations to Jake, by the way, for winning it. I mean, taking that down, that kid, that kid's amazing. But you know, yep. for any of you out there who have conference tournaments going on, if there's something big that happens, let us know, like yep. message us. There, there's a guy who does a local uh, radio show here in South Carolina. I shouldn't say local. I mean, it's the state of South Carolina. Phil Cornblute is his name. And, and Phil's been on the air forever and he does this high school sports show. Well, as we all know, in high school sports, you know, they, they don't have an SID on site for all the high schools. So he relies on people to call him with with information on who's playing good, you know, what the rankings are. So again, you know, whether whether you're on, on the West Coast or you're somewhere in the Great Lakes or in Texas or in the Carolinas or Florida, if you yeah. got a big tournament going on, you see something happen, let us, let know. us know. Yeah, let I mean, us we know. don't we don't know. We'd love we love to talk about it. And it would honestly help us with our rankings when we're doing our power rankings if we know that some of the stuff is going on. But we don't Yeah, know I try to know, so. believe it or not, I try to kind of go through socials. Cause I, I do you know, too, but do, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, you know, and you don't get everything right. When you go through social media, it is, you know, you're only getting it siphoned to you. You're not getting, it's not in mass. Right. So right. yes, I have, I'm probably friends with, I, I should be able to get all that information, but it's not all going to come to my page. So it's very hard to scroll for it all. So it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, 256 it, Facebook pages, um, plus all the conference directors. That's, I mean, there's no way to possibly do that. Yeah. So, so again, if there's something big going on, uh, just send us, j- just send us, uh, like top 10 results would be great. You know, I, sure. I would love to know who, like, I still don't know. I, I know, I know one, two, three, four, maybe five up in Rock Hill with Carolina conference. Um, but, but, you know, j- just to get, just to get the top 10 results from those would be great. Yeah. So agreed. Help a brother out. Help a Give brother a out. out. All right, man, we are, we are almost a half an hour in already. <sighs> That's what we uh, do. Hard to believe. All right. So, all right. So we've got our, our new, speaking of which we've got our new power rankings. Mm. Uh, we thought we'd do one this week after, um, after the Carolina conference and more importantly, I shouldn't say more importantly, but as well as, the uh, Rhode Island Open, the third open, and then um, and then on, off, and in might take a minute. And then, of yeah. course, we've got our uh, – coming up, we got our top five moments in 100 seconds to commemorate, again, episode number 100 of Borderline. You know, for the first time ever doing this show, um, I was a little nervous coming on. A little nervous. Really? Yeah, just, just because, because of the, huh. it's a big deal. Like I've, I've never done a podcast. Well, I mean, I, I did a podcast on my own through through the pandemic, right? Um, but I've never done a podcast for this long. And episode one hundred is kind of a big deal. Like before we signed on, I'm like, deal. I'm like, I'm like, wow, this this is uh, it's kind of a big, big. deal. It's a milestone, I mean, yeah, we're kind of a big deal in our little world of cornhole, Jeff. This this podcast, uh, we? We, we joke about our fandom, but <laughs> people are paying attention. People listen now. I think it's almost we've almost reached that level where we've become a little bit like the Colin Cowherds of Cornhole that I think half the people are listening just to disagree with us. You know what I mean? Sometimes I mean, I, I'm that way with Colin. I love half of what he says. And then I think he's out of his yeah. mind on the other half of stuff that he says. And I think that people yeah. kind of think of us that way, too, in, in our own because we're opinionated. We're opinionated. I do guys. love that. that. That's a that's a great that's. A, yes, we are. And, and that's a great point, Bernie, because I feel like Nick Wright 
who I worked with in Kansas City. I was doing the morning show in Kansas City. He was actually uh, doing the midday show uh, in Kansas City on uh, 610 Sports. And he was just a young kid. I mean, just a young punk kid, but so hungry to learn, right? So hungry to learn. And boy, did he rocket himself all the way up to the top of, of ESPN and now, and now Fox with his with his uh, sports talk radio and first take and all that kind of stuff. However, I feel like he really made a name for himself by basically taking Colin's content and disagreeing with it. I mean, that's really how he made a name for himself. Truly. I mean, brilliant. It it is because Colin and Colin knows what he's doing. And this is the genius of Colin. He plays to the big markets and then he does that on purpose. A big markets always love that. So you're going to get the most people loving you. And then everyone else hates the big markets, right? Like the, yeah. the amount of time he talks about New York sports and LA sports drives me insane, especially when none of them are relevant, right? Yeah. But he's but, making but them relevant. He's making $100 million. Right, right. Because he's playing <laughs> to these, yeah, he's playing to those markets. And then everyone else gets, gets I get mad about it. I'm like, really? Jets and Giants, you're just going to talk about them when they're just terrible? I mean, they're literally terrible and you're going to talk about them anyway. Right, like they're, yep. they're not even part of the discussion, but you're making them part of the discussion. It, and, you know, I, I could go on and on about it, but it's genius, right? Who cares? Like, let's say the, let's say the Panthers were good. No one would talk about the Panthers. Literally. Like no. if they were, if, if they only had one loss, if their, if their record was completely flip-flopped, there'd be some talks about Bryce Young because he's from an, you know, an Alabama quarterback. But other than that, no one would care. It's Charlotte. Right. Right. But they would talk about the Jets, right? They'd talk about the Giants and like, and they're, and they're irrelevant. But they're still going to be talked about because it's New York. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, they would rather they would rather talk about the the Jets being bad than about the Panthers being good at all. Hundred yeah. percent, and it makes sense. You know, there's 10 million people listening up there. There's not 10 million people in the state of North Carolina. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. I mean, it makes sense. But oh, it, it is frustrating at times. Right. That's that's. Yeah. I don't like. You know what? I, I've got to get off this. I could talk about Colin forever. I don't like when he talks college football because I don't think he knows enough. And I isn't that something? I, I don't like. He. I think he's great with pro sports. I'm not sure he knows enough about college sports to talk yeah. about it. I mean, you know, well, to be. I wouldn't consider him an expert on any of that. Yeah. Again, I feel like he knows. I feel like he knows the big teams, but. Like, like, I think he's still salivating, waiting for USC to be good again. And then he can talk about yeah. USC all the time. Right and now he's bailed on them because USC has been. Yeah, been exactly. Good. Can't play defense like North Carolina. All right. Are we ready? <laughs> we are ready. What, where, right, which one are we to, going let's to? Let's get to the uh, meat of the show here. Yep. So you want to start with power rankings? We can. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm still trying to get clarity on on uh, only because we we each have had him in our top ten. I actually tried to reach out to him and did not hear back. But uh, Justin Burton Jr. played and finished in the money in doubles. Did not in the singles. I saw a couple of pictures of him asleep on uh, one of the tables up there. I don't I don't yeah. know what happened. I don't know if he didn't play singles. If he wasn't feeling good. Um, I tried to reach out to him to see what happened, but I've not heard back from him yet. But that being said. Um, I, I think I think I can still do my top ten, and and I'm not going to have him in it only because until I hear what happened, I'm, I'm going to. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my top ten. Yeah, so, all right. So can I preface our top tens? Yeah, I'm I just preface mine. I, I'm still struggling with people in the top ten that are just playing well right this second versus people that I think are going to be there at the end, who I think okay. are the actually ten best players, and I and I'm struggling with that because I've got a mixture, but I'm struggling with it. 
I really I, am. My, like, my theory is I'm I'm with you, and it's get it's it's getting harder and harder, right? And this year is going to be harder than ever. But I'm trying not to overthink about it. Just just pick ten dudes that you want to go to war with right now. I mean, you don't you don't have to think of that. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Like right. if I got to pick ten players right now, and there's so many to choose from. But if I got to pick ten right now, who are you choosing right now? That's I guess that's kind of the way I've been. Yeah, I'm with you. It. All right, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go. Fi- Actually, you know, I cheat a lot, so I'm cheating with my uh, top ten list. I have a in I my like ten spot. I have a tie. Okay, I've got Jake Gore. I thought really impressive again. I mean, I I don't know. Should he be high? This is one of those like should he be higher right now on my list than he is at ten? I don't know, but I've got him tied with Ryan Windsor, and I think Ryan oh. Windsor is taking a step, and I think he's taking a huge step back to kind of being one of those guys in the pro division. And I mean, it's kind of a, kind of a slip in there at 10, but I've got Jake and uh, Ryan tied at number 10. I've still got Devin Harbaugh in my top 10 and I'm, you know, I result wise, I'm not sure in singles, he should be there yet, but I feel at the end of the season and just from a t- pure talent arm bag perspective, he's got to be there. So I've I, got Devin. Totally agree, Bernie. I totally agree with you on that. I'm, I'm struggling with him as well. Like, yeah, I, 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 I but you know, it. it's but I just he just has to be. I mean, I think if you took a poll of all 256 pros and said, "Give me your top 10, he's going to be in everybody's top 10 probably just because of his talent. Yeah, I just you know it's it's just hard to wrap my head around some of the results at times. Uh, number eight, which is always my kind of mystery number, I've actually got Alex Rawls in at number eight. Sur- you know, had some sur- had some health issues off the boards, kind of pushing him back. I don't know where that puts him. Does it do anything to him? Does he come back better? Does he does it you know take him six months to get back to where he was? Once again, last season, the most quiet number two ranking of all time, yeah. probably in a season. But I'm keeping him in at number eight because that's my kind of gift slot that I have in my top ten. Number seven, Caleb Batson. I still think arm, bag, talent, the kid's just that good. I don't know if his results put him there, but I just Ooh. think at the end of the year, he's going to be that guy. Uh, number six, JBJ. I've still got him in there. I still think he's that guy. And I know that once again, if it, it should, if I'm going off right this second, should he be in there? Probably not. But I just think when we get through the season, he's going to be still going to yeah. be a top 10 player. Number yeah, five, Ryan Trader. Oh One my gosh. Rooks. Welcome to the power rankings. Welcome Ryan to the, Trader. I mean, he's been winning events. He's been taking down big player after big okay. player after big player. I don't know if anyone's playing better in the game on the planet right this second than Ryan Trader. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And Welcome so that's a guy that I'm putting in because right now he's one of the best 10 players in the world. And you can't, there's, there's no way that you can talk me out of it when you look at his results. Yep. I'd be lying to you if I, if I didn't, if I didn't think about him when I was doing mine too. Uh, number four, Fisher Hamilton, the big fish. I think, I don't know if this is as high as he'll be. He might go higher by the end of the year, but I've got him at number Great. four. Uh, number three, Jamie Graham. I still have him there. I still think, you know, when the rubber meets the road and we're going to be at the end of the season in the world championships, are we going to see Jamie Graham in the final four? Probably. Yeah. It's just, that's just who he is. And I Again, think if we're going to war him. with a guy right now. I, I feel like he's got to be in there. Yeah. I've got him and in then mind. Uh, number two and number one, they're doubles partners. I've got Tony Smith, number two, and Mark Richards is still Mark Richards is still Mark Richards, number one. When you, you, the only people, the only two guys got to double digits against him last week. And yes, maybe the depth of talent wasn't necessarily there, but it was still top heavy. Oh, he yeah, was still going sure. through guys like named Fisher Hamilton and Tony Smith twice. And, you know, the guy is just devastatingly efficient. He knows how to win and he knows how to, 
he knows how to keep people frustrated because he doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. And it, and I think it gets under people's skin and they just eventually just kind of fade away from him. So that's my, he's, that's he's my top the, 10. He, he's the, he, to me, he's the equivalent of the Atlanta Braves pitching staff, all of them back in the nineties. How about a Tom Glavin? I mean, Tom Glavin topped out at what? 88. I threw sure low nineties. Uh, well, yeah. If he but, threw nineties, yeah. Bernie, he's just threw, touching it. I know not maybe 92 was as hard as he could go. Yeah, yeah maybe, but, but hitting the corners. Hit the corners guy. I mean that 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 was the Braves pitching staff. You know, with yep. some of those starters back. Ian Maddox, Mark just, Richards. Mark, Mark yeah. Richards. He he paints the corners. It's incredible. Yep. All right. Um. All right. All right. You've sold me on Justin Burton Jr. I just made a quick little <laughs> adjustment on mine because I think you're right. I mean, I would like to have heard from him just to see what happened, but yeah. But you know, he did play in doubles. All right. So number ten. I mean, keep my number ten the same. Same with you, Jake Gore. Um, and to win like he did last weekend, you know, I love that kid. He's just, mm-hmm. I, I love his game physically as much as I do mentally. I just feel like he's just a tough kid and, and getting better, obviously, as he matures um, yep. as well. Uh, number nine, I'll throw in Justin Burton Jr. I'll keep him in the top 10 because, again, going with what I was just saying, if I got to pick somebody, he's got to be on my list if I, if I got to do a top 10. So Justin Burton Jr., number nine. Then we get to Devin Harbaugh, and you said it best. Um, you know, he finished in the money in singles. He finished, what, second in doubles. Um, is he a top 10? Are there a couple other people I, I might throw in there? Maybe. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just it, I have a tough it's time talent. him out. It's yep. the talent. The talent just screams at you. Yeah. So Devin Harbaugh, eight. Uh, Kyle Malone, I've got him at seven. Uh, I feel like right now, if I had, hmm. if I had, again, if I, if I got to grab 10, I feel like I'd be missing out if I didn't take Kyle. I just feel like he's going to battle. Uh, number six, this guy could be scary. Uh, he could be really scary. And uh, he tied for fifth in the money in singles in Rhode Island. Got first in doubles. I've mentioned him before. I think I put him in my last power rankings. Uh, Gavin Cano. Yes. I, I just feel like he is just a dangerous player. Yep. Uh, number five, Jamie Graham. Number four, Fisher Hamilton. I've got Caleb Batson all the way up to number three, Bernie. I he's one of those guys I like to follow, right? I like right. I've, I've always loved watching Jamie play. I love watching Justin Burton Jr. play. I love watching Caleb Batson play, huh. and and I, and I do feel like the results are there for him. And he had a, he obviously had a huge weekend. So Batson number three, and then same as you, Tony Smith number two, and uh, and Mr. Atlanta Brave, Mark Richards number one. <laughs> Mr. I'm sure he's going to, I'm sure he's going sure to hate that analogy. I, He'll probably I, like it. He's such a sports guy. He might, like I, it. but he might not be a Braves fan. That's what I mean. Yeah. But yeah. He, he, he really is Greg Maddox. That's such a, that's he's more one. like Greg Maddox. I don't, even th- I don't, I know Maddox didn't top 90. Yeah. And he would, and he would just, you know, he would yeah, change speeds on you, hit the corners, always have you frustrated. I mean, he was yes, he, that's, just that's even that better. guy. Yeah. He you're is right. Greg. Yeah. Even better, even better compared and kind of unassuming in a way. Yeah. The way that Maddox was, you know, kind of I I, I think that's that's a great analogy. All right, brother. We're already in trouble with, with time if we're gonna get to our top <laughs> top five and in, in one hundred. Uh we still gotta do on off and in, so we gotta make on off and in quick. You ready? Let's, let, yeah, let's do it. All right, on off and in. You wanna go first again or you want me to? Sure, I will. Uh we're gonna do on the board. Yep, And I know some people are going to disagree with this. That's why it's on the board, not in the hole. After a night of drinking, Waffle House Taco Bell still undefeated. 
those are, those are the two go-tos. I don't care what anyone says about the food. They're yeah. great. You're wrong. But I know some of you disagree. That's why it's only on the board. Waffle uh, House, dude, Taco nachos Bell, Bell Grande, so and a Coca-Cola. Come on, oh, Come man. On, man. Three eggs scrambled with cheese, some hash browns covered and chunked, and a side of country ham. Done. Oh, yeah. Top it. Yeah. Can't do it. Love it. All right. Off the board. <laughs> yeah. Off the board drinking. So last night I was going to, I was t talking to you about this. Julie and I are going to see each other for a few days. We decided to go, we play darts. It's kind of one of the things that we do. Drank too much. And I just, you know, I'm not good. I don't, I don't drink well. Alcohol just does not like my brain today, like absolute, just I'm completely out of it. The fact that I'm maintaining during this show, like I, there, I almost, I've almost fallen asleep twice during the show while we. Well, see, that's my fault. That has nothing to do with the alcohol. No, no, it's just my brain is done. <laughs> so drinking off the board can't do it. My in the hole, Mark Richards, devastatingly efficient. He's the best player in the world. He just finds a way to make the other best players uncomfortable, and that's super hard to do, the way that he does it. So Mark Richards, number one in the world. That's my in the hole. Yeah, and he just, he just stays the course, right? I mean, you know yep. it's going to be a five set match every time you play him. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, so my my on on the board is uh, believe it or not my picks, and, and and I wish that that I could could do this all the time, but um, I, I hit another uh, parlay this weekend. And, Let's and go. What I've, done, what I've what I've yeah what I've done is I'm just I'm just trying to keep it simple, and and mm -hmm. and I'm not I'm not forcing it. So if I see a line that I question, I'm just not I'm just not biting on it anymore. And, and I'm looking at two things. I'm looking at quarterbacks. I'm looking at coaches. And and then I guess and, I, and I guess kind of an old time Vegas saying of don't buck the trends. Like yeah. like the 49ers were an easy pick for me this weekend because I know they were trendy pick to uh, pick against them. But they're the 49ers. They've been one of the top teams in the NFL, and they can't just all of a sudden just just fall off the map, right? Right. So I mean, so so I picked them. I just didn't overthink it. Um, so yeah, so the Vikings good, I hit, the you, man. I hit, and the 49ers I hit, the Raiders I got, and then Buffalo killed me. I mean, I, I mean, come on, what's I mean, going I, on there? And, and I love those guys, right? I mean, we had so much fun with them doing yes. the Super Bowl thing out in Topeka. I don't so think I it's kinda, the defense's fault. No, so I kind of, I kind of, no, uh, no. And, and Tim Settle's been getting getting after it. I mean, he really yeah. has. Uh, the defense forced a turnover late. The offense just can't can't get it going. But so Buffalo killed me. But um, other than that, yeah, I don't know. So, so I could I could get into on that the board with my picks. Not not yeah. in the hole. If it was in the hole, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd love it. But on the board, yeah. All right, uh, off the board. Uh, oh gosh, man, I got to make this quick. I wish we could spend more time on this. My off the board. That that old saying, playing your best at the end of the season. I always thought was just kind of a broadcaster thing to say, almost like a coach mm. speak type of thing. Yeah. But man, I looked it up. Uh, Kansas uh, last year, national champ, or uh, yeah, uh, no, UConn last year, yep. and, and Kansas, right? Both won 15 of their last 17 to end the season. UConn, of course, was a national champion. Mm -hmm. uh, KU the year before, same thing, won 15 of the last 17. Yep. Uh, the Texas Rangers uh, went 14 and seven down the stretch, and of course, went 11 and 0 on the on the road. Kansas City Chiefs before winning the Super Bowl, they won 13 out of 14. Uh, the, the Rams two years ago won nine of their last 10. The Denver Nuggets went 17 and four down the stretch before they won the world championship. And then to bring it back to cornhole, Jamie Graham, look what he did in the singles world championship, right? Really yep. struggled at one point during the season was playing his best cornhole at the end of the year yep. and won and won the world championship. So I always thought that that was just kind of coach speak and kind of dumb. Turns out maybe it's true. No, I, it, absolutely. Right. I mean, like, and that's why when you have tournament formats, you know, you could have a team that was just so dominant all year long, and then they've got a little bit of a slip up. You get in a tournament format, you're done. The yeah. hot team's going to beat you every time. They're playing, you know, you, yeah. 
And there's something to be coached, you know, coaches that deal with that. I mean, yeah, we could talk about this forever. Like coaches that kind of guide their teams late instead, you know, are willing to lose early to win right. late. Yep. Yeah. So that's my off the board. And, and then my in the hole, just for the sake of time real quick, borderline again, you know, it was something that, that we wanted to do from the very beginning. You and I talked about this, you know, just, just having a beer at the bar for a long time. Yep. And uh, Stacy Stacy jumped in on it. Love the idea. So appreciate him trusting us and uh, in the hole on borderline. Love it. Let's go. So much fun. All right. Uh, my signal is getting low, so hopefully that means yeah. that uh, that I'm still on the air. See, you're, see this you're, continues you're... to be my number one fear. And it's there. During the show. I it's mean, always it's mine always. at the beginning. And then yeah, again, so then it the goes beginning, your... and then mine is we're going along. The signal's always <laughs> low. All right, so here we go to wrap up the show again. Episode number 100 of Borderline. We thought we'd do something fun. In 100 seconds, we each get 100 seconds to go over our top five favorite moments over the last now what two years mm -hmm. so you get 100 seconds which is basically one minute 40 seconds give your Ugh. top five moments you want to go first since you've been going first today i will i i don't, I don't know ready? if i can last 100 seconds but here we go oh my oh you will it's gonna go fast ready here we yep. go 100 seconds and three two one go number five right now episode 100 i thought about it i mean how cool is that you know we have a cake that comes on early the fact that you lead in with foreigner I mean, come on, it's our 100th episode, basically two years of Borderline. You can't do any better than that. Number four, that, that, little, that little thing that we had going when we were talking about first class, that show. And we were going back, like, I went back and watched good. that. That's actually that really one. funny. That's actually yeah. really, really funny stuff. And for some, that's one of my favorite things, because we were just kind of going. It had nothing to do with anything, and it, I yeah. thought it was comic gold for about five minutes there. <laughs> Uh, uh, number three, when we were live at Shamar's house, I just thought that was a great setup. It was a, you know, just a huge event. Shamar letting us be on his couch out in his pool room, joining us for the show. I, I just thought that was a really, really cool episode. I, you know, it, it, it I don't know. It kind of made me feel like, Hey man, borderline's kind of cool. You know, here, like here we too. are, you know, here we are at a, at, 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 in a Hollywood home, you know, kind of enjoying the whole lifestyle. I don't know. It was awesome. Number two, seconds. number two is when we had Ryan McGee on and oh, there was okay, a moment yeah. there. There was a moment there talking with him. I was like, you know what? I could talk sports with this dude all day, literally all day and, and just enjoy it. So I loved having him on number one, first episode. We actually made it from number one all the way to 100. I think you have to have number one and number 100 in there because they're so important. And that is my top five moments in 100 episodes of Borderline. How'd I do? Oh, you did it in three, two, one, boom, with three wow. seconds to spare. Top five moments in 100 seconds. Let's go. I like it. All right. And uh, here we go with mine. Ready? In three, two, yep. and my, mine's similar to yours. Three, two, and one. Okay. Number five, SWAT guys. And, and I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw Shamar, I'm going to throw David Lim and Odie in there as well. Absolutely. Uh, Shamar, it was great to have, right? A Hollywood superstar on with us. Love doing yep. that. I mean, obvious. David Lim, we got, we got some really good conversation out of him. Yes. I mean, he talked, he talked about how important his race is to him and how much he's trying to be a trailblazer in Hollywood, yes. um, you know, on, on, on the race side of things. I thought that was a really honest and open conversation. And Odie, uh, just incredible. Uh, Odie guy, is, right? I mean, he's the weapons technical advisor. Uh, he's, he's a veteran. He was a cop for so many years. Uh, and he's so passionate about the game. Uh, I mean, he really makes that show. He makes that show look the way it does. So that's my number five. Number four, um, this, this goes out to all the bag manufacturers. I'm going to mention one, but I mean, from talking with Jason McCannon, right. When he created the super team with, with Matt and Jamie, I, I think it changed kind of the trajectory of things. 
Um, I, I thought our conversation with Mark Pryor was fascinating about the evolution of the bag and talking to Mark, he gives Chad Littlewood and a lot of the other bag manufacturers, a lot of credit, but man, the way that things changed basically from 2007 to 2017 with the evolution of the bag, mm -hmm. our bag manufacturers, brilliant. I loved all of our conversations, especially our one with Mark Pryor and talking about aerospace engineering and bringing that yeah. into the sport. Crazy. Uh, number three, oh my God, I got to hurry. Uh, Anthony Ione. <laughs> Uh, I, I love mm, Anthony and I yeah. love his story. So powerful, uh, mm -hmm. from, from cancer in his family, uh, uh, family, alcoholism, uh, poverty, suicide, all those things he had to battle through to be on TV and be on ESPN. Congratulations. Jacob Trzinski, uh, mm. everything that he had to battle through with his anger injury, uh, just, just anger management stuff and, and anxiety. I thought that was powerful. And then finally, oh man, I just hit my hundred seconds. <laughs> Well, you it's know hard. This will be a good, this will be it's a good hard. Put up because we only yep. got forty seconds left anyway. Stacy and Trey. Uh, yes. Every time we have them on, it's just it's just amazing. I'm a smarter person. I'm a better person every time I talk to them. Uh, Trey's interview that we had about gambling was incredible. Mm -hmm. Stacy's last interview, we threw some hard questions at him. You know about about you know you know what do you do about drugs? What do you do about alcohol? The future of the sport. It's right. tough, right? It's tough. It's a growing sport. There's a lot of growing pains. He's very honest with us. So mm -hmm. Stacy and Trey, uh, anytime we have them on, it's gold. Absolutely love it. Way Ooh. to go, man. Way to go. It's hard. That's what I'm saying. It was very difficult. I had to, I had to substitute one yep. of mine because I knew once I started talking about one of the subjects, I was just going to go. And yep. so I had to get away from it. Tough. We could, we could, yeah, we need a lot more time. <laughs> All right. Five seconds left. Bernie, I love you, brother. I've had so love much too, fun. Man. 100 episodes. Congratulations. And uh, here's to 100 more. Let's go. Come on. All right, dude. Have a good week. I'll talk to you next week. See you, bud. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Truly appreciate it. See ya.